Sounded like the song "Leaving," wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's driving like away. The, yeah, the song got in the car and drove away. <laughs> like, all right, you guys are on your own. Yep, funnier the second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Our chaperone to the beginning of the episode is left, and now the boys come out to play because this is Antwin Peaks, a King Me. Uh, subsidiary? LLC subsidiary. <laughs> a Rob, King Me Shell Company. A King Me Tax Dodge. <laughs> welcome, Rob. Welcome, Dan. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Rob. <laughs> Gotta be, right? Gotta be. Uh, With all the facts presented before us, we can conclude. Yes. Um, Dan, how you doing? How's it going? I'll, I'll tell you what. Not great. Oh, no. What's wrong? No. Well, <clears throat> so I I, did, I felt some crawling around under my uh, my bulletproof vest. Uh-huh. Standard issue. You're right, standard issue. From the Podcast agency. Bulletproof vest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and lo and behold, I find a wood tick. But wouldn't wouldn't you believe it? Mm. That was only the beginning of my troubles. Oh no. Yeah. Because then some guy. Can't place his face. He was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Puts three slugs in my belly. <laughs> what? As if, yeah, as if a tick on my belly wasn't bad enough. Oh, no. Now you got slugs? I got slugs in my belly. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, sorry. That was Agent Dale Cooper. That didn't happen. Oh. That, I'm, you- I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. I just had a yeah uh, yeah. We're gonna have to hurry this along though because I just had a glass of warm milk, and I am getting drowsy. <laughs> oh, the clock it do be ticking. That's huh? right. Wait a second, that wasn't you. That was Agent Dale Cooper. Oh no. Wait. Ah. <laughs> so how are Wait, you? I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, <laughs> oh no, the clock is ticking. Ah <laughs> uh, no, good. I'm glad to be back in Twin Peaks. Yes, we took a brief detour to. Northern Italy. Uh, Italia. The, Italia. Uh, uh, piazza. Uh. Oh, Mike Piazza. <laughs> we took a brief detour to Italy for Halloween. We did our Jalloween yeah. special. Talked about phenomena. Don't do it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Don't do, 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 do it. Uh, God damn it. All right. So uh, we but now we're back. Yes. It was great. We had a great time with that, but now we're back in you, the Pacific Northwest. You can't Northwest. keep me can't keep me out of Washington. No, nah, man. So a lot happened last episode of season 1. A lot happens in this episode too. Mhm. Really uh Just like per foot of character. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a extra long episode. It's an mm-hmm. hour and a half. Extra long character. Extra long everything. Yeah. We have one extra long character. <laughs> um, yeah. This is... Uh, 
can you can you feel it starting to ramp up? Can you feel things happening here, Dan? Yeah, things uh things have taken a turn for the weirder. <laughs> well, dare I say? Good. Um yeah. So we, <laughs> I don't even the first scene mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. Comes out swinging. Comes out swinging. Uh I'm I'm going to say it again. I said yeah. it uh, the first time we tried recording, but neither of us was recording. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this this episode comes out swinging. It really is just like, are you in or are you out? Right. What you have like a minute and a half, two minutes to decide whether or not you want to stick around on this journey. It's going to get <laughs> if you can't handle this bit of weirdness, you're out. You shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> Uh, here be monsters. Uh, yes. <laughs> turn and back. It, yes. And the way the scene is structured, it really, it's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Okay. All Big right. thumbs up. Big are you thumb- sure? Thumbs up. Let's go. I've heard about you. All right. Well, uh, and I like it too, because like, Sort of the way this old man in the first scene is shot, it's a little bit forced perspective, too. So it's like yeah. a prelude to a giant. Yep. Pretty good. Prelude so to let's, a giant. let's not get ahead of ourselves here. No, no. So, right. Uh, last we left, uh, Agent Dale Cooper, he had been gut shot Ooh. and laying on his hotel room floor. Milk leaking out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's like a goddamn alien type situation. Yeah. He's a, he's a bishop. Um <laughs> He's uh, He's been shot. He's on the floor. Um, right before he was shot, he placed an order for some warm milk to be brought up to his room. And he was on the phone with Deputy Andy. Um, we could hear Deputy Andy on the phone. Agent Cooper, are you there? Agent Cooper, are you there? Just keep saying make him it sound like Make him sound like a, a goddamn scholar. <laughs> Agent Cooper, are you there? <laughs> What's his line later in the episode that he keeps yelling when someone's like coming up to that? Oh, when uh, fucking Miguel Ferrer shows up. Mm-hmm. You remember he keeps yelling like the same thing over and over. Oh, yeah. and it's a li- I wish I could remember. It's like a little bit off too. I really I should have written it hey, down. You know what? I think everything in this show is a little bit off. <laughs> All right, let's not cast aspersions. <laughs> um, so Cooper's <laughs> laying on the floor. Uh, the uh, room service. Uh, this old man comes up with a tray with a glass of warm milk, and he walks in, and he is not. He doesn't even notice that Cooper is like on the floor bleeding out. He just sort of goes along. He's like, "What are you doing down there?" And then he's like, "Can you, Cooper's like, can you put the milk on the table and call a doctor?" <laughs> and and he's on the the phone that is still uh, off the hook. And he's still and he's calling out for Cooper and the old man hangs up the phone and he says, I hung up the phone for you. And he's like, but did you call a doctor? He's like, I hung up the phone for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he starts shuffling out and on his way out, he says some. What's he say? He's like, I've heard about you. Yeah. 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 Right. And gives him a big thumbs up. He's like, very happy to have you here, special agent. Then he leaves. And then he comes back. <laughs> Does it again. It, it feels, this scene feels 15 minutes long. It does. 
It it's really incredible. It's it's weirdly mesmerizing. Like <laughs> there's so much tension just built into it that carries over from the last episode. Yeah. And you're just like and it's funny, right? Obviously it's funny. This Obviously. old man being a kook. Yep. And uh, Cooper being just as polite as pie for the most part, he starts <laughs> yeah. to slip a little bit. Oh well, wait, yeah when <clears throat> when the the guy he's like, can you can you sign for it? And then he's like, does this in- include gratuity? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is extremely polite, especially in this situation where he's been shot and this man doesn't seem to be helping at all. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, then he. Uh, he yells out for Diane. He he reads off some, uh, tells you know the the tape recorder uh, that you know he's been shot uh, several times. He was wearing his FBI issue uh, uh, what's it called bulletproof vest, uh, but a, a wood tick was crawling on him, and he pulled up, and one of one of the slugs got through. Mm. Um, and then things get weird. Mm -hmm. there's a giant there's a bit of a giant there's a giant who just sort of appears um and yeah it's the moonlight man it's the moonlight man let's be very clear about that it's the moonlight it's the fucking moonlight man (laughs) right what was it it was grandpa uh flick or whatever yes grandpa flick yeah in um uh what's it uh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Yeah. yeah, the first of the um, steampunks right. to die. The first <laughs> of the Amy Sherman Palladino gang to die. <laughs> uh, um, so freaking yes. rusted roots, a bunch of them. Swear to you. Uh, yeah. So he shows up in this sort of a heavenly glow. Yeah. Uh, or you know, ethereal, otherworldly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he's from heaven. No, but he's he's from someplace else. Um, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Well, Sweden, right? Um, uh, he the the giant tells Cooper to think of him as a friend, and he says uh, he will tell Cooper three things, and uh, and if he uh, if these three if he, things happen, then Cooper knows that he can believe the giant. Yes, and it's yeah. uh, it's a bit. Remind me of uh, the cowboy in Mulholland Drive. Sure, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to have one of those. Yeah. Some sort of some sort of creep in in hot light. If you do good, you'll see me two more times. If you do bad, you will see me one more time. <laughs> yeah, that guy's that guy's no good. This this guy seems pretty good. Yeah. So the three things are: uh, there is a man in a smiling bag. Um, the owls are not what they seem and without chemicals, he points. Um, all of these things are just sort of nonsense gibberish until, you know, we can, we apply any meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he, so that's the giant and he tells Cooper that and he, uh, uh, yeah, what, so, and the, what is it? The giant also says that uh, Leo locked Leo locked inside Hungry Horse. Uh, yes. There's a clue locked in Leo's house. Um, which yeah. So we 
This is, this is a lot. This Some is a lot friend, to take in huh? In. What's that? Some friend, huh? Speaking in riddles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... But Just say what you mean, He's a giant, buddy. though. What, you know. So what? He's from someplace else. All right. So to him, he's speak. He's making perfect, perfect sense because English is his second language. Yeah, exactly. Because he's Swedish. In Swedish, this all makes sense. Um, and so just just then, like the the giant disappears, and uh, Truman, Hawk, and Andy uh, burst into the room and find Cooper. Uh, so they bring him to the hospital, and uh, uh, yeah, the, so. In the hospital, uh, Cooper, he, uh, he, he sort of comes to, tells him about the tick, which I, I love that <laughs> when he, the doctor pulls the bullet out, like the tick is on there. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> that explains this. He says, <laughs> yeah, he's like, there are better ways to get rid of a tick. Um, but oh, doctor, there's so much word. Everybody is in the hospital at this point, though. Like, like it seems <laughs> like the true. whole town is in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Big night, big night. <laughs> big they kind of say as much, right? Like, doesn't someone crack wise about how it's like, yeah, yeah big, yeah. So I, I want to play this clip. <clears throat> it's about, it's 30 seconds long, but it's, uh, uh, it, it's right when Cooper sort of wakes up. Lucy, you better bring Agent Cooper up to date. Leo Johnson was shot. Jacques Renault was strangled. The mill burned. Shelly and Pete got smoke inhalation. Catherine and Josie are missing. Nadine is in a coma from taking sleeping pills. How long have I been out? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very funny joke. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Love throwing the Nadine thing in, like... Couldn't yeah. be less oh, relevant. Yeah, less a part of everything else going yeah. on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, the mill burned down. Just some, uh, just here's like the, the daily, like Twin Peaks Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> Pete got smoke inhalation. Yeah, Who Pete cares? <laughs> I mean, of course, we care what happens to Pete. Of He's course. A beloved member of this community. Yeah. Um, Honestly? Yeah. Confirmed number one in our hearts. Oh, Pete? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete's a, Pete's a real sweetie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, at the uh, at One-Eyed Jack's, um, we, get a, we get a scene of Blackie and... Um, uh, who's it? Is it Jerry? Yeah, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Um, where, like, Jerry is kind of, like, uh, kind of mean. mean. Meanness to him. You know? Yeah, up to now, Jerry's been a buffoon. He's yes. been a buffoon. Yeah. As we say in Phenomena. <laughs> right. Don't. I'm not. I won't. Um, he's always bringing in, he's like a total hedonist. He's always eating crazy exotic food, talking about whatever he's talking about later in the episode, where it's like, yeah. It sounds like it's like French food from like the 1800s where you're making it for a king. So it's more just like how much, how much fat stuff. can yeah. you Yeah. Like pack into this, uh, hollowed out duck carcass or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, he's being 
a real nasty ass. Uh, yeah. And Blackie's kind of shaky, yeah. looking a little off her game. Yep. And then Jerry. This throws is the her. unflappable Blackie. <laughs> well, up until this point, yeah, we haven't seen her like this. She's been oh. like, you know, uh, she she rules the roost. You know, mm. she's she's the head madam. But then, but uh, uh, she's not the only black beauty in One Eye Jacks. That's right. She's on the horse. That's right. Um, she, yeah. Uh, Jerry, you, like, you just, like that? I did. <laughs> Jerry breaks out a little bindle and he throws it like a little balloon baggie mm-hmm. and throws it at her and says, you know, here you go. A little, little something. And then mm-hmm. he asks where, where Ben is because they have a situation that they have to deal with, right? And we know we last left Ben. He was going to uh, test out the new girl, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know that it's Audrey, ah. his own daughter. So this whole scene. But the thing the, is, yeah. they're not that close. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stupid and disgusting. I apologize. No, no, that's fine. So Audrey's like looking for. Did you hear? That was my dog flapping his little ears. That was yeah, yeah. not castanets. <laughs> No matter how much it sounded like it, uh-huh. um, so Audrey's in the in the bed with like the curtains drawn around. What do you call that around the bed? Yeah, I don't know. Like one of those one of those beds with like the posts and it has like a little roof on it with curtains. The, <laughs> there is a word for it. Uh, the bed the bed pagoda. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. So she's like hiding in there. The gazebo bed. Gazebo bed. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and there are some like some masks hanging on the wall at the headboard or whatever. So she uh, scrambles and takes one down to cover her face. Yeah. So when her horny, horny father comes into the bed, uh, he doesn't know it's her. She's sort of like backing away from him. Yeah. And he says something wretched like, uh, I know I like you. You know how to keep a man interested. Yeah. This is a gross guy. Oh. Yeah, he's, and he almost like touches her leg. It's really disgusting. It, it's yeah, it's it's it could be too much. Um, the uh, poor Audrey, man. Yeah, she. And is this the point? Does she pray to Cooper yet, or is that later? It's later. We could talk about it now. Audrey's storyline here really doesn't play into the rest of the episode. So what happens with Audrey is that uh, so this happens with her father and then he is called away by Jerry and they have to go deal with something. And Ben says something like, uh, I'll see you later or whatever. Um, and then later Blackie like calls her into her chambers right. and is like, you done bad. Right. And uh, Audrey's like, oh, he wasn't my type. And Blackie gets like real stern with her and says, as long as you're, you work for me, all men are your type. Yeah, I mean it's like a, it's bad. It's a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. And the I think I think I was uh, expressing some concern for her sure. last season. I was like, she's gonna she's really biting off more than she can chew here. And and she, and she says it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she admitted it. Yeah, it's uh, a bad idea. I stand by. Um, yeah. She basically like sort of like calls out this is like how the episode ends maybe yeah it's or it's like, like the Cooper's last, last scene of it. Yeah. yeah um like cooper's asleep in bed 
he's been visited by the giant a second time, which we'll talk about. But then Audrey is like kind of calling out to him, like praying almost. She, she is praying to special agent. She doesn't say Cooper. She just prays to special agent. Yes. And it's like, I, I'm in over my head. I think I'm in over my head here. Yeah. Now here's something, uh, a friend of the show, Melissa Jobin brought up to me. Cause she also incidentally is watching through this for the first time. Oh, hell yeah. And she said, she described Audrey as having bi or no, not bipolar borderline personality disorder. Would you agree with that? Uh, Dan, I am not don't really know what that is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, she's I, not a person. She's a character. So that's I true. feel like that kind of evens out the playing field here. <laughs> um, yeah, the the little that I know about borderline personality disorder, uh, I can I can see that. Yeah. Sort of like uh, you're you're like kind of a like a bit of a troublemaker, right? Like a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here in the DSM five, and it says bit of a troublemaker. <laughs> yes, it says pattern. Uh, it includes. Oh, hold on. Page just refreshed here. Uh, Your wife. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Oh my God. You look 10 years younger. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So um, it includes a pattern of unstable, intense relationships, distorted self image, extreme emotions and impulsiveness. Yeah. That kind of, kind of a trouble. It's a bit of a trouble. It's a troublemaker syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, it just had never occurred to me. I thought it was sort of an interesting. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think uh, I'm sure if we uh, start wanted to get into the psyche of each one of these characters, we could probably like find something. Mm. We could diagnose everybody in this town with something or other. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, Andy has uh, big boy disease. <laughs> He's very tall. He is very tall. Not not as tall as a giant, but still no. pretty tall. That's different. Um, Pete, I think Pete has the disease from the movie Jack and he's actually 12 (laughs) or sorry, probably graduating high school. I'm I'm remembering how Jack ends correctly. (laughs) Yeah. He graduates from high school and probably dies that summer, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He dies at a house party. (laughs) Um, yeah, so Francis at- Ford Coppola's Jack, right? Yeah, where he, uh, let's see, his his he gives mom, Jalen the gummy bear. Yeah, well, that's yeah. His mom is In played by Diane Lane. Uh, so like, wow, the much older like Robin Williams is Diane Lane's son. And- it, that movie is like evil Clifford. <laughs> like uh, Clifford is evil. He's an evil little boy, but the movie Jack is evil. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a normal boy. Stop doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's only because Martin Shore is the funniest person on earth. I mean, Rob. People say Robin Williams very no, funny. Listen. I think Robin Williams is. Here's a take. You ready for a take? 
please. I haven't given this any thought before this second. Well, that's how we do things on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Robin Williams is Martin Short for normies. Ah. Uh, I like Robin Williams. I like Robin Williams, too, of course. Oh, yes. Speaking of Robin Williams. Yeah. And we should probably get to a break after this. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> this is a good note to end on because it has nothing to do with the show. Uh we, on our phone booth episode over on the Patreon, which we'll talk about in a second, <laughs> um, we talked about how Robin Williams was up for consideration as the role of the caller. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even think to riff on how the whole movie would have just been Colin Farrell standing there listening to him riff. That is, oh man, I can't believe we we love uh, we love our Williams impressions. Yeah, we love to go. Oh yes, oh, oh, oh stay in the stay in the phone booth. Yeah. Oh. And Colin Farrell would have been listening the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. Yeah, nice classic doubtfire. Classic doubtfire. That's Sweet. a classic doubtfire. That's a classic doubtfire. All right, time for a break. Yeah, guys, okay. go ahead, Dan. You got well, this. Well, uh, eagle-eared listeners may remember a moment ago when I mentioned the Patreon. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Patreon.com slash KingMePod. That's where we'll be reconvening for the second half of this episode, where we'll be reconvening. That's where we talked about phone booth. <laughs> That's basically, that gets you the whole freaking thing almost, except for, uh, you know, flagship KingMe. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you could also, like, the KingMe uh, feed. Uh, those shows are on Patreon as well. So, oh if yeah. You, if you're just like, oh, I just don't want to subscribe to two things. You subscribe to the Patreon thing, and then you then you dump the the iTunes whatever you got going on. Hey, babe, how about you lose that zero? Get with a couple of heroes. That's right. Uh, the zero is us not charging <laughs> you money. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> it's zero with a dollar sign in front of it. <laughs> but hey. If the if you want to take advantage of us, you can do that too. You get a seven day free trial. Yeah, no commitment. We won't mind. We won't mind. <laughs> we we kind of get off on it. <laughs> yeah, we're sick little piggies. We are little piggies. All right. Uh, well, these little piggies are going to market, and we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> 